Uh, I'm sleepy. I don't want to go to school. <clears throat> okay. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with a man who can freeze ice and melt water as well as your heart. I'm remote. Yeah, you are. Today. That's pretty funny. That's pretty <clears throat> funny. I like it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> because with so many flavors, why choose to be salty? That's right. Today we continue. Man, my voice is so scratchy right now and deep because I'm waking up early. It's not even that early. Like I actually do wake up at around this time, to be honest with you. But <clears throat> it's cold and I'm in the car studio right now, so it's rather cold. Drinking coffee. But that's neither here nor there. Today we continue a series titled Of Man and Beast with an episode titled Man and Beast. Our scripture today comes from... The book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Mm. Delicious. Delicious indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. All right, so I got a couple of things to talk about. Literally just a couple of things, because uh, that's all I could muster up in my little Neanderthal cranium. Um, the first thing was, well, actually, let me let me let me lay this out first. Is that this episode is about having dogs? This episode is the reason why this series even is, my wife decided that it was time for us to have dogs, but I'm the man of the house, so we got dogs. <laughs> and now we have a big dog who's still a pup and a miniature dog, and it's great, and I love these mutts. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically the genesis of this whole entire series, um, to make a long story longer. And I've been, I've been, ex I've been experiencing stuff. I've been picking up lots of poop. I've been changing pee pads. I've been training. I've been doing what brings us to the first point of the podcast of this episode is that it's okay to be master. You know, let that sink in for a little bit, especially when we read the scripture where it says, fill the earth and what? Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So when I was teaching religion for like 12 years back in the day, back in the day. Oh, wait, that's not, 
wrong podcast. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we, we would be instructed by the teacher's edition and by the way other teachers would teach this, that we are stewards of God's creation. And that's true. Let us not forget that this is not a world for us to own. You know, God put us in charge of it. He is the, the owner. He is the ultimate master of the universe. But we were put in charge here. And we were put here to subdue the earth and to have dominion over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So, yes, we need to take care of God's stuff. But we are in charge. It kind of reminds me of my, my situation with the dogs, um, the big dog especially. I mean, the little dog is feisty. Um, <clears throat> he's funny. But the big one, uh, the bigger one, he's not, he's not huge, but he's, he's, he's of a good size right now. He's like four months. Um, he's a mix of a lab and a German shepherd. So he's going to be a big dog. And his name's Rocky. And, we, uh, and we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to get him to understand that he is not the one in charge. Like even over the kids, you know, with me, it's really easy for him to see. Like we already have a connection. He knows that I'm in charge, but he still kind of tests the waters. Like he's still little. He's still a pup. Um, but with the kids, sometimes he'll put his paw over them, which is a sign of dominance, which is a sign that I'm the boss. And, and the reason why I say it's okay to be master is because in the dog world, it's okay to be subdued. You don't have to put a scripture in front of the dog and say, these are the rules. They just understand it. Kind of like, even though he didn't have any formal training, when he poops, he kind of goes like as if he were dumping uh, dirt on top of the poop. Like he does that thing with his legs. Like, like you can picture it while I'm doing the sound effect, probably. Um, but they don't need to be trained with that. Like they're just, it's inborn in them that if no one, if no one else is taking charge, they're going to take charge. So if you show any sign of weakness, they're going to take over. But if you're the one that's taking over, if you're the one that's assertive all the time, if you're the one that looks in charge, they're going to be like, okay, I'm not in charge. And so they feed off of you. That's why I'm saying it's okay to be master because if you're not master, Someone else has to step up. And having a dog is such a good reminder of that. It's, uh, I've had a few dogs in my lifetime. And I've, had, I've, and I've had a few dogs in the last, what wasn't that you said that you wanted a dog like 10 years ago was when you yeah. started. Yeah. So I've had, I think, two <laughs> dogs. And I've learned a lot about being master and how how that relates to to my walk in the faith because i didn't realize how important i was to these animals until i started reading um god i forget the this scripture but it talks about leading leading uh your sheep and it's not even about what the scripture says it's about being a good leader and how an animal can just, uh, let's say, for example, a dog, how a, a dog can, can turn into the most violent, most aggressive, you know, pit bull, because I've had pit bulls, or how it can be the sweetest dog you've ever met while still being a freaking savage with, uh, with those that don't belong in your home, 
you know it, it, it it's such a a stark contrast when when there's good guidance and really bad guidance you hear all these terrible horrible stories about pit bulls doing horrible things to little kids but back in the 1700s when they used to be called the nanny dogs you know there's a reason for that because in their nature they're very good animals yeah. but they need to be led properly you know the same thing is with us like if, if we don't allow christ to to have dominion over us it's going to rot our soul you know we're all sinners we were born with original sin but until we start deciding that we're going to let god have dominion over us we're not going to change I sound all preachy, huh? <laughs> no, dude, like that's deep. Like even if it is preachy, like I don't care. Like that's that's gold right there. I mean, I wasn't even planning on talking about it, but then you started saying that stuff and I'm like, dude, yes. You know what you reminded me of right now? Uh it's it's a scene in the uh, in one of the Avengers movies and uh I like I said I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but it's when Loki um brother of Thor comes over and makes everyone kneel when he's at a, some sort of event in Germany and everyone kneels because they see his power and whatnot. And he says something and it, it, and it ticks people off. And that, I don't know, it got me kind of riled up a little bit because he, he basically made everyone kneel and he says, ah, isn't that your natural state? Mm. No. But an old man stands up. Like he doesn't, he doesn't continue kneeling. And he says like that, that that's basically your, your thing. Like you need to kneel. And, and then the old man says, not to men like you. And then he says, there's no men like me. And he replies, there's always men like you, you know, and, and you, and you bring this and you brought this to mind. And I'm like, dude, like we, what you, what you do remote? <laughs> because, because we do have, that what you were talking about, you know, that need to submit to God, but to God, you know, we don't, we, it is not our natural state to be dominated because God didn't make us that way. It's the order of nature of our human nature to recognize the power of God and to accept his dominion over our lives. But when it comes to everything else in the natural world, we have this, we have this in us, you know, and you don't necessarily be, need to be cognizant of it. You don't need to be thinking about it all the time, but we're in charge of the planet. We are, and it's okay. And I know it's not okay for me to interrupt that much, but dang, like you, you open, you open this can of worms, dude. And like, I'm glad you did. Yeah, it, it's good. It's good because I also wanted to talk about the responsibility that comes with being a master. Yes. Um, uh, and I think we're not going to be mature enough or, you know, have the, the right intentions or, or, or our intentions are not going to be in the right place until we subdue ourselves until we submit rather ourselves to Christ. And, uh, Man, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, it's, it sounds like you're, you're you're right on track with but, that because we're not going to be good master until we submit to the divine master. Yeah, and it's so cool when, <laughs> you know, bringing it down to a, a more uh, lighthearted uh, 
version of what I'm talking about. It's so cool to see a dog being very o- obedient mm-hmm. and not just having the dog, hey, sit or play dead or whatever, doing tricks. But with obedience, obedience comes faithfulness. And there is uh, there are plenty of times where like I wasn't sad or anything. I'm not a sad boy, but I'd just be getting home from work really, really tired, just having a really hard day at work. And then I see this creature just waving its you know, wagging its little tail and like yeah. getting all excited that I'm home and I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and I just sit there and it'll just like kind of sense, you know, the vibe and just sit there with me saying, I don't know, man, I, I can't read their mind, but with their um their body language and just with no words, just saying like, Hey, uh, I'm glad you're home. I'll be here with you. Cause I trust you. Cause you're a good leader. Yeah, buddy. And w- it's just such a, I mean, dogs are super noble, but going back to what, what, uh, what I was saying earlier until, uh, until we submit to the will of our Lord, we won't be able to lead properly. If we're not, if we can't lead properly, we're useless as men. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, like we can't be happy. I don't, I don't, I'm not like that big on organization or anything when it comes to, when it comes to talking, but, but we do need to talk about the negative stuff, you know, because there's certain things, certain pitfalls in there. And we see them in scripture all the time, you know, like it's funny because we're mentioning this, like, yeah, this happens and that happens and the nobility of dogs and all that stuff. Um, But what gets in the way of that is when we start thinking of them as people, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, it's kind of like diving into the second point. The second point is logic versus reaction. Right. And, and what happens is that we are logical beings. Humans are logical beings, animals, uh, especially dogs. I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm talking about here. They're reactionary. They don't think things through. They react to the situation. That's why I said at the beginning, like if you're not in charge, there needs to be someone in charge. So they're going to react to the situation and be in charge, you know? And so that's, that's one of the things that, that kind of gets in the way. And in our own spiritual lives, I see that, uh, for example, when, when the dog try to, tries to dominate with the kids, right? Like, Man, the little one, the littlest one, the six-year-old is the one, uh, Clara, the, the one that's, uh, that's more in charge. Second, probably Sophia. And Sophia's very dominant because she's the eldest. Um, but Clara spends more time with them. And she's the one that was most afraid of Rocky. Now she's the one that spends more time with him. And, and he respects her more and more as time goes by. And whenever they try to take over with them, I see that there's still kind of a struggle. Um, but I give them tips and whatnot. Um, the animal's not happy. Like just so you know, um, for anyone listening, if the if the pup is always like overmining your authority, they're not they're not at peace. They're not relaxed. They're not calm. They're not submissive. They're not happy. So whenever you think of a bad dog, behind that bad dog, there's a bad human. And I don't mean that as a, like an evil person that's going to go to hell. I mean that as like they're not good at being master. Something in their logical mind is getting in the way of being in charge, being the dominant one. And if you just start binge watching uh, Caesar Milan, like you'll 
get all those things, you know, like you'll start by by realizing that dogs begin with their nose because before they even open their eyes, they're already smelling everything. Then second, their ears, third, their eyes. So if you're talking to them or if you're showing them something, you're not going with their first instinct, which is smell. Right. So you're not supposed to make eye contact when you first go into a house with a dog. You're not supposed to like touch when when you're when you first go into a house with a dog. You're supposed to just ignore. Don't make eye contact. Don't let them see you. And and I know this is like very confusing right now because I'm going all over the place. But where I'm going is like you need to know how to approach an animal in their own way so that they can identify you as the leader. So it's not about thinking like a leader as much as it is acting like a leader. It needs to be part of who you are, you know, like it's, and it's a bunch of little steps. For example, like right now, like even at four months, this pup, the big one, like is already understanding certain things. For example, when I step outside, I walk out first. It's not because I think so highly of myself. It's because I owe it to the dog to be a good master. And the only way that he's gonna, that my kids are gonna know how to be a good master is by looking at me. And we're always going back to the same point as men that we need to be good leaders because our children don't give a darn about us telling them stuff. What they're gonna know is what you do because what you do, not what you say, what you do is gonna be the example that they follow. You can't tell them don't cuss and then you're cussing up a storm. You can't tell them don't steal and you're a thief. You know, I, that's an exaggerated example. But you can't tell them to be a good leader and be a horrible leader, right? So you have to respect the animal and love the animal enough to be their master. And things that get in the way are kind of like in our spiritual life. When we think that we're something that we're not, that's called pride. When we think that we know better than God, when we start taking the leadership role that belongs to God. And if we just stop and pay attention to the Lord, he wants us to, to be the leader, but on his terms, not ours. That's why we have commandments. That's why we have the examples in the scriptures. That's why we have all these tools at our disposal, but our emotions, our logical side gets in the way. We think of them as we, as we think of humans, you know, and they're cute as heck. But we can't, we can't treat them like they're fur babies. They're not babies. They're animals. And we need to get that clear in our heads. And they don't think like us. And they don't feel like us. They have certain emotions, yes. And they're beautiful. And people say we don't deserve them. But God thinks that we need them. So they're here. And they're amazing. And we owe them, we owe them enough to be master. You brought this to, to mind. And it's something that was said earlier to you about, you know, us being useless. If we're not leading well, we're useless. It's just the importance of that, man. Just look at the, the story of Adam and Eve. He gave Adam one job and he was doing a good job mm -hmm. at first. But he, you know, when, when, when the moment of truth came, and he was meant to step up and lead. He punked out and he was blaming the woman for it. He became useless as a leader. And if you're not a good leader, you're a useless man. And God made him pay for it.
it, it's just crazy like how you, you know i thought it was going to be kind of a light-hearted episode because we're going to talk about dogs and how we're the masters and it's okay to be a master but let's uh let's step up guys we need a lead and not just our dogs but our families and our lives our, our ourselves we need to lead ourselves into greatness and i'm not talking about wor uh, worldly greatness i'm talking about spiritual greatness because we're called to holiness and if we're not being good leaders we're useless and god did not send us his son to die on the cross for us to be useless so this isn't these are encouraging words i hope they are <laughs> they're, they're encouraging to me and i hope they are to you as well because like i said i'm not trying to be mr uh, debbie downer here this is all good stuff man we're meant for greatness we're meant to lead let's lead and pray for us and we'll pray for you ferrum ferrum aquitude <laughs>